I first met my co-host when she had a syndicated talk show right across Canada talking about all things sex. Sex with Sue. Sue McGarvey. And I am the milkman John Milky from The Milkman Show. Heard on radio stations across North America and on my flagship station, BlastTheRadio.com. You ready? Let's get turned on. Sue, welcome to my RV. It's very sexy. I have already toured the bedroom. Not literally, but I've had a tour. <laughs> uh, I've seen the whole RV. It Listen, is it's, like, a, it's an RV, Sue. So I, I know, mean, literally I know. stepping in is the tour. Uh, that's, that's about true. as far as anybody can get unless you actually get on the bed. Sue did not get on the bed. I will later when we do some photos oh. as a promo for our Lemon Social thing. We've started on Lemon Social, which is like OnlyFans for people who aren't, you know, going to show off their tits. Yeah. What a world we're in, right? That we got to, you know, like the mouse has to be ahead of the cat. Mm-hmm. What are we showing boobage now? I just, I just did cleavage, not my tits. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Can yeah. I show my boobage Of course, too? of All course. Right. Um, like, why is sex being booted off every single social media site? Like, why, why is this so complicated? Or if we end up on OnlyFans, people are like, you're so boring. Show us some, you know, show us some yeah. skin. I know. So we're trying to find this middle ground where we're fun and sexy and flirty and happy and cool and all of these things. But we uh, we're not doing the, you know, not that there's anything wrong with that, you know, because we were talking about that that woman in B.C., yeah, so if you're not familiar with the story, so um, this is a Canadian story, but this is happening around the world. So no matter where you're listening, uh, the same thing applies. So she's a teacher, mm-hmm. and she happens to have an OnlyFans page. And she's beautiful. And she's making money at it. And she's a single mom and needs the income because okay. she's actually a teaching assistant, and they don't get paid that well. But so she, as time an Time and time again, these stories pop up. Some parent... Finds her on OnlyFans. Like, what what the hell are you 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 doing doing on OnlyFans? You know, like... Yeah, Yeah, or stalking her in some capacity. And now, now of course, her career is in jeopardy, etc. They're talking about firing her from having an OnlyFans thing. And we're just like, oh, what the hell does her flashing her boobs have anything to do with her as a teaching assistant? Nothing. I ran into that in my radio career where the companies I was working for, you know, would say, you know, there's an employee code of conduct and we don't want you going to certain places and doing certain things. Like, you know, you can't go to this kind of a bar on a Friday night, whatever else. They had complete control over what I would say, what I would do, where I would go, where I would be. Hell no. No. Hell no. no. no People no. are entitled to a private life once their work day is done. You, If you want to own me 24-7, that's going to cost you a lot more than you're probably paying me already. Amen to that. So we, you just, it's, it's this, this idea of being edited and, you know, I'm spending a lot of time talking to friends who are in the swing community, who are out there and getting judged at, you know, baseball games or by, you know, extended family. And it's just, it's enough. Like it's enough. We're starting to do these conversations. In your experience, the people who are doing the judging typically, are they also, they haven't been caught yet, but they also have deep-rooted, quote-unquote, out-of-the-norm things going on, And they're, on, you know, right? whatever, whatever you're afraid of is more likely what you're going to attack because it's fearful. Or, you know, it's always been the issue. If you're going to heckle somebody, you know, what, what do you got secretly in your closet? I just removed somebody from my Facebook because it just, first off, I don't stand, I, I, you know, you do you on your Facebook, you know, that, that's your place to do whatever. But it was just this incessant 
attack on the drag community and on the transgender community. And it was just a hard no for me. But in the back of my mind, you know, like that's an automatic for me. I'm just not going to let that into my world. Um, but in my mind, it's like someone who is that obsessed where every, not every second post, Sue, every single post yeah. was about this. It's like something tells me that this person is actually... Don't go quietly into the night there, dude. You Wondering got, yeah, about their, their gender orientation. orientation. They're wondering about their sexuality. They get turned They're on by fabric. Yeah. Which is all fine. So stop... Just so, be that. Stop or Or so don't concerned. be it, but don't be picking on people who are out. <sighs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so, let her so. have her OnlyFans page. Um, is my opinion. So we have our new Lemon Social. If you yes. haven't heard of Lemon yes. Social, find us on Lemon Social. Sue and so sex with Sue and turned on the podcast because they had to actually have a person attached to it, and I had to show my driver's license and stuff. So what? it's under my I know it's under my name, and turned on the podcast. Come find us. We're gonna do sexy photos of us in the podcast thing. I don't what? know how, yeah, I don't know how sexy they're going to be, but we're going to try it. And playful. Playful. We'll do playful. Playful, photos. flirty. Cheeky. Cheeky. Yeah. I yeah. did wear my crotchless underwear today for this. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. All right. Sue, is it called the Yoni massage or the Yoni massage? I think it's tomato, tomato, baby. I, right. I call, I've always called it Yoni, but it is, you know, and, and I'm sure we could have some Hindi speaking person who will correct our pronunciation. Watch it be Yanny or something. It's not Yanny. Okay. <laughs> I know it's not Yanny. So we need to find out. But anyway, Yanny, Yoni, I Yoni. Yoni massage is, Yoni is the Hindi term for the vulva. I didn't bring Mulva, my puppet, the vulva. What? I know. That's I all you've talked about the last three episodes. I know. I'm. She's she's going to craft fairs and she's not finished making my puppet. And I'm, I'm like, <laughs> anyway, Deborah, get on that. But Yanni... Female genitalia, you want to massage it. And so there's this whole sort of school of training. They have they have sensual doulas. A doula is a trained person to help you. So you have doulas to help you give birth, who are trained people to help you give birth. They have death doulas at the end end of life so that they can help you and your family, you know, go across that rainbow bridge. And they have a sexual doula, which helps train you if you are having trouble reaching orgasm. And there's this great link. We're going to do the the story that I did with Susan Bratton, who's the super cool woman who's been around. She's in her 60s, but she's gorgeous. And she's been doing uh, sexual training for a while. When I s first interviewed her in the 90s, she was doing live sex shows as well as a radio, as part of her radio and television show. Yeah, she pioneer in California. Wait, way out there. Why am I not doing that? I know. Oh, I know. On our Lemon Social page, right? So <laughs> anyway, what? she's talking about how you can train yourself for orgasm. And it's a training process. And so she's calling it sexual CrossFit. Anyway, yoni massage, what you want to do is learn how to do sensual massage of the labia. You want to do it as part of your masturbation techniques. And it may not always feel pleasurable, but it's about getting in touch with what's going on. Deeper massage. It's part of the masturbation. It's not foreplay. This is about massaging you to get in touch with those, those you know, sort of deeper feelings. It's part of the whole tantra thing. So it's a whole other ball of wax then compared to like fingering compared yeah, to masturbation. Yeah, this is, this is, this is just... General, this is all of the massaging the tissue and increasing the blood flow so that you are more likely to have okay. orgasm. And you can do it for yourself. And they have a whole training thing. And I'm gonna we're gonna talk about that. And and I'm gonna have a link to do that to figure out how to you know how what are the techniques. We're doing a brothel tour. Oh, you're gonna come to that because you're gonna do we're gonna do drag bingo. And I want you to to lead the inappropriate bingo on June. In drag. 
your call. But June 4th. Mm, haven't done that in a while. June Maybe. 4th, we're going to do a tour of the local brothel. We're going to do a scavenger hunt. We're going to do a, a drag etiquette. And then we're going to do inappropriate bingo. But what I'm saying is we're going to the brothel. And there are a number of women there who will do yoni massage for you. So if you're a woman and want to be touched by another woman in that whole massaging area, we can try that. So this is twice now on this podcast that you've talked about going to going to brothels mm-hmm. in Ottawa, where we are based. Last time I checked, that was illegal, isn't it? No, it's not illegal in Canada. It's a gray area. Um, our friend, redheaded Jade from Women's yes. Social, she's just out. Hi, Jade. Hi, Jade. She was just out in Edmonton at a sex worker conference, which we weren't invited to. I don't know why. And I know, right? Why are people not inviting us to things? Don't you know who we are are trying to be <laughs> shut up <laughs> so she was at a conference in in edmonton of all places a sex worker conference and talking about you know how it's a gray area in canadian law because it's it's really in there they're pretty much not only they're not only decriminalizing it like it's it's pretty much legalizing it so it's kind of that gray area as long as it's not Having sex for money, that's illegal. It's actually talking about sex for money. Right. That's, that's illegal. Well, there was a dominatrix in Toronto years back who took it to the Supreme Court, and didn't she? she? Supreme Court in Ontario, and she won and had it tossed out. And uh, okay. Terry Lynn, yeah, she uh, she did a, Terry Lynn Bradford, she had a, a bo- she had a book about it. So, no, we're, uh, hi, Terry Lynn, we should send her the link. But, you know, in terms of celebrating what that is, and so it's not. So we go to brothels, you can get yourself, you can get your yawning massage, it doesn't have to be sex. It can get a, you can pick your particular worker to come and give that whole area a massage. You can, you know, have your partner watch or you can be a single woman and just decide that this is what you want to do. It doesn't have to be sex. It's about increasing your orgasmic capacity. Now, is there something similar for males other than... No, I'm not hearing about it. Happy ending, I'm sure so. you can do the whole right. inner thighs and all the massage and working and again, increasing blood flow if you're having trouble reaching orgasm, if you're okay. one of these delayed or retarded ejaculations and you want to do that. I know, I know a great, great massage therapist in town. Send me a note if you want the re- referral. Um, Jasmine is her name and she will do that whole and her whole body, the whole body massage. So by the time you have a happy ending, it is coming from your spinal column and you are, you are seeing the baby Jesus. That's what you are. (laughs) Jasmine. Uh, Jasmine. I will, I'll make an introduction. She's one of my close friends. Yeah. Call me. So Yanni massage, give it thought. Okay, so Sue keeps referring to my RV, which is where we're doing the podcast from today. You're calling it the sex RV. It could be the sex RV. Listen, I want a sex RV. Come on. I, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that's boom, not chicka, going boom, to happen. Chicka, boom, boom, boom. No, Sue. It's I not could gonna, have. It's I could have. Today, I want Sue. an airstream though, with like, 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 because they're penis shaped with the little thing, <laughs> and I'd have. I'd like. I'd like put this like the whole Oscar, penis. The Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile. I think that would be so much fun. Have it, you know? I I do like little pink things on the top. Hey, you have a you have an airstream that you uh, you want to give me for a really good price? Call me Sue at sexwithsue.com. Listen, there's a bedroom here, and I am who I am, and I will be traveling. But the purpose of the RV is it's a mental health campaign. So no matter where we go across North America, it's an invitation for people to pop into the RV and sit down at the table and or sit down here just like you and I are doing and have a conversation, share. 
your journey with mental health. And it's not always a great journey, but my hope is that we can have a conversation that others will learn from and be inspired from. And my last question will always be, what gives you hope? So that's the purpose of the BTRV. And every single conversation is recorded as a podcast. So if you want to jump over when you're done listening to Turned On the Podcast, if you want to hear uh, those conversations, it's called Bumps in the Road. And we're traveling right across Canada and uh, down to Sarasota, et cetera, in the next little while uh, in the BTRV. Yeah, it's super fun. Anyway, yeah. now I want one. So just saying, we want to turn on the podcast RV. Anyway, it doesn't matter. We're having a great time in <laughs> this one. I've already got great ideas of what that's going to look like. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So, and keeping with that, a lot of people are on, on antidepressants, right? SSRIs, the antidepressants, it yeah. is, and I know a ton about them because if you were on some kind of, you know, stomach medication that didn't affect your sex life, I wouldn't know anything about it. But I know a lot about antidepressants, A, because I'm a shrink, and B, because it affects sexual functioning. So what happens if you're on an antidepressant, lots of people don't know that, is affects your ability to climax. I have guys trying to get their wives pregnant, can't come. I have women going, Sue, I can't get there. It's driving me nuts. I get close, but they can't get over the top because... The issues in terms of the dopamine serotonin inhibitors decreases your ability to reach orgasm. It also decreases your libido. So what we want to do is come up with ways to decrease that side effect because if you can't function without your medication, we need you to take it. But then you need to come and you need to have sex because that's part of the human condition. And is condition. there anything better for one's mental health than a good orgasm? I think so too. Right. So if you're on antidepressants, have a conversation with your partner because they may not know that information. Number two is take them at night, not in the morning. You have less side effects. Oh. Number three is talk to your doctor about dosage. Talk to your doctor about different kinds of medication because there's no one size fits all. Number four, you what you want to do is go much slower. We're talking about other, you know, go slower, especially for women because it takes a little while to beat up because you need a certain level of arousal to get hard, another level or get engorged because women's engorgement tissue opens up and Susan Bratton, who we're going to listen to shortly, talks all about that. And another level to get to reach orgasm. So you want to really work on what that is. You also want to wait and see, you know, if you're just starting it and it doesn't work, it sometimes does get better. But if after a month you can't do that and the doctors are going, oh, well, it's not, oh, well, it's like, no. I need to climax. What the fuck? The idea of an antidepressant, and I've been on them, mm -hmm. um, is that we're trying to get you back to some normal way of functioning in your life. That yeah. has to include sex. It has to. <laughs> yes. It has to. It's part of the whole human condition. So those things that help, it helps with, you know, in terms of, of being better at it. If you have to take it, don't worry about it. We got you. And do not, you know, just say to your doctor, no, it's fine. No, it's not fine. You need, you know, you need the cookie. And if you ever have, or, sorry, if you have experience with that uh, and you are ever around the BTRV and would like to talk about it, like I said, the invitation's always open. You can find out more about the BTRV, by the way, on my radio station's website, um, blasttheradio.com. We've got a whole section uh, for the BTRV. And if you'd like to book us for a live on location, you can do that there as well. Next up, we want to talk about quickies. All right, that concludes this. That was a... See, <laughs> no, no, quick, no, no, no. <clears throat> quickies, where do you have them? How, what's the best position? I had a question. So somebody wrote me Sue at sexwithsue.com and said, Sue, I'm busy. I got shit going on 
and my partner's into these long, extended lovemaking sessions, which are great when we're on holidays. Regular day-to-day, I just want it, I want, you know, I want to come, I want in out, I want you to come, and then I want to have a shower and get on with my day. And he's a little frustrated that it's it's not, but I want to mix up the quickies so he doesn't feel like it's the same old, same Our old. turned on sign is falling over. Why? That's a turned on sign. Excited. You're going to get it at NS, it. not safe for work.ca. NSFW.ca. You can get the turned on, turned on sign. And we're going to get t shirts. It'll be great. Anyway, quickies. So, where do you have them? The drive in, the supply closet, <laughs> the garage, the pool table, the fitting room. They had a survey that they found, what was it, where was it, 250 sex toys left in London last year on public transit. 250 of them. Apparently, so apparently a lot of people were having quickies. I'm actually surprised that number is not higher. Well, 22 of them were claimed by uh, Lost and Found, but the rest of them, (laughs) I know, isn't that crazy? So obviously people Hello, are- love. I think I left a little something on the tube. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, it's Nigella. Nigella. She's got, anyway, so they are getting there. I know, right? So you are obviously getting quickies on the public transit, but where are your best positions? Uh, they, they did this whole thing. Everybody universally said doggy, you know, and, and Sally Field did it in, uh, was she, she, you know, the one where she's about the union. She's like, anyway, she was trying to run the union and keep up with her, you know, responsibilities. Oh. It's uh, Norma Jean, Norma Jean. Thank you. So she's Norma Jean and she's saying to her husband and he's like wanting, you know, some attention and she's trying to cook dinner for the kids and iron. She's like, you want it? I'm ironing. Get behind me. Lift up my skirt. You can have it. Right. right. It's like, that's the thing. Multitasking. Women on, multitasking mm-hmm. Women on the move. So it's it. But you can do it on the counter. You can do it in different spots. But the idea is, is manage expectations. Right. The law of no surprises. If they're in their head thinking we're going to get this long thing and you're thinking, okay, I have 25 minutes, but let's do it new. Let's do crazy things. Let's let me throw some lube on you in different ways. Let's rub together. Let's bend over the counter. Let's do it over the dryer. Well, the spin cycle is on. Let's <laughs> yeah, get this done. Yeah, I like done. that idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of fun, right? Yeah. And I said, or go out in the driveway, do it in the BTRV, right? Have you done that yet? Have you just, you know, left the house and come out here and- I have been so busy getting this thing set up that- no. So go prop it. Prop is so so my you know I've had I'm, offers. I'm I'm saying to you, <laughs> do something this week to get yourself laid, and I'm saying to you, you know, proposition your sweetie to come out here to the BTRV and uh oh, that's, see, that, see that, it rocking that's, in the that's driveway. Not a, that's not an issue. There's actually there's a lineup that would like to, you know, be the first <laughs> in here to do that. Um I just you know what, Sue, the story of the RV, it's it this was found in a field, it was abandoned for four years, it was heavily vandalized, it was so dirty. I, I spent all winter cleaning this up. How dirty do I really want it to get again? I know. All right. So it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful <laughs> new kidding. thing. So, you know, RV for mental health is a great idea. We'll manage your stuff. And um, we will we will let you know as we do our photos for Lemon Social that there may be a, a spot, you know, as people bend over in terms of doing that. At least we can pretend. So we've already established I can't get the RV to Australia. I also can't get the RV down to the Caribbean, which is a shame because Sue is about to introduce us all to some of the best nude places 
in the Caribbean. Now, I, I am a longtime nudist. I love taking off my clothes. I, well, it, you know, it's not that I do because I'm a natural blonde and I get sunburned, but I hate wet, sandy bathing suits. So I... <laughs> yeah, uh, that's that's really the reason? That's really the reason. Yeah, okay. And I really do like frolicking naked. It's just the sun on your skin and the wind. And I, you know, and I was... Yeah, sure. I mean, they're hot. I don't want to wear a bra. And it's like, it's bullshit. Anyway, so... I like to do, and there was this great article, New York Times is covering more and more nude travel because it's a thing, right? There's more nude cruises. There's more lifestyle cruises. So the big ones in the Caribbean for people, you know, Hito's been around since the 90, you know, since the 60s. It's the big one. I, it's the top of my bucket list and I have tried and tried and tried to get an in with hedonism. I was this close this year. Hedonism, just just, just say yes. I know Hito Harry. He and I are both um, condo owners at Secrets. He is a condo owner. He actually is a double condo owner. Why didn't I just talk to you? And so let me let me see about, let me send out the word to Hito and say, how can we do this? But it's in it's in the Grill, Jamaica, one yep. of the top 10 beaches yep. in the world. It's a two-hour drive from where you, you land at Montego Bay. But oh, it's, wow. fa- it's But you can fly, do a little hot puddle jumping. But it's really fun. See, I've been hell-bent on it ever since my most vanilla friend and his radio station actually took listeners on vacation there. I have been. And there's my very vanilla friend walking around on a leash. Yes. Being pulled around by a dominatrix at hedonism. I'm like, I, I have to be there. I, well, I've been four times. Loved it. Loved it. Beautiful beach. So my story is, is, is I go out and at night you can bring bread and feed the feed all the fish and you can hold it in your hand when you're snorkeling and they'll come and... Well, no, because the, the, there are all you? these beautiful little fish. They'll come and eat the Ew. bread. Oh, come on. Ew, you trap them. It's No, it's not slimy. Ugh. And so I'm out. It's sunset. I'm walking out and it has this really long walk out into the water and you get out and as the sun happens, what happens is the stingrays come in. So you're literally standing there and all of a sudden... You are in a sea of stingrays, and you have to shuffle your feet to get back in and shuffle your feet. Crazy wildlife no, there. You, anyway, and I, you and I are very different vacationers. I, I know. So. I Well, and the guys coming up at the beach and say, ganja? Yeah, like, what do you want? Yeah, yeah, okay. there's a lot of that. And they'll they'll tell you to look in certain parts of your room because there's always weed. Anyway, that that's my... So Hito's one of them. Desire is my probably is certainly my favorite. I love desire. I love Mexico. I love Mexican food. I love charming Mexican waiters. I desire has two desire Riviera Maya, um, which is in the Riviera Maya. Go figure. And desire Pearl, which is also in the Riviera Maya, just down the road, but two different resorts. One smaller and more upscale, and it also has the desire mansion, which if you have to ask how much it is, you can't afford it. And you have your own How much personal. Is it? It's it's like you're looking at you're looking at two thousand US a night. You nope. have your own private butler. It's nope. amazing. I've toured it, but I have not stayed there. It's wow. like you, yeah, it's beautiful. They have uh, Saint Martin, the island of Saint Martin, Saint Martin. That French side has you know, Orient Beach Club O, which I've stayed at a number of times. I stayed at a place called Club Fantastico, which was a Airbnb um, in the on the French side. Everything's sexier if you just put an O on the end of it, isn't it? It was very. It nice. was Club Fantastic, but then someone went. Not sexy enough. It's missing something. Yeah. Fantastic. It was, Go. It was now, so nice. Now it's on Sue's list of places so, you need to be. But there's the Jardin. Deo, St. Martin, again, the O thing. Okay. So if you want to go, and it's one of the largest nude beaches in the world. I spent some time, and they have, they call them, um, you know, they have call them cottontails. So the people come off the cruise ships, and they're, you know, been in their bathing suits, and they take them off, and they've got this white ass, right? The cottontails. (laughs) And you're walking this nude beach, and I've seen it all. I've seen tripods, guys hung to their knees. I've seen people with mastectomies. I've seen all kinds of people. 
it's a great place to start if you're a nudist because okay. you feel really comfortable. And it's not it's in it, but it's very French. Couples, there are a number of resorts in Jamaica. They have it in Ochos Rios, they have it in Montego Bay, and they have they're not a nude sink, but they all have nude beaches per se. Grand Lido, which used to be part of Hito, they don't not really around anymore, but they have again close enough that they have a number of nude beaches. So if you want to go and do a whole nude tour of Jamaica, no problem. The other place, again in the Riviera Maya, um, in there's two there's two places in Mexico. One's called Hidden Beach, and it is Hidden Beach Playa del Carmen. It's fantastic, really amazing food. They've they have they're they're the spot for, to go see turtle watching. I was there, okay. and had the little turtles, and they could you could get them out. And I kept waking up in the middle of the night to see if the turtles had hatched, and it was very exciting. You know, the other there's some other places on the West Coast, a little bit further if you're in the West Coast in terms of doing that near Los Cabos. And we are going to go with the ducklings on a tour in January to Los Cabos. And it's going to be a clothing optional tour, but we've got 17 yurts on the beach. It's glamping on the beach in Los Cabos with whale watching, all included, $1,000 a person. Not including flight, but $1,000 a person, including all your breakfast, lunches, and all your tours. That's outstanding. And your accommodations. I know. If you're interested in coming and travel with us, sue at sexwithsue.com. It'll be awesome. So I I love doing the podcast face to face first off but in the rv it because you know this is near and dear to my heart so this is awesome we're going to break away from the rv for a little bit though because you've got a special interview you did a little earlier this week that you want to share here oh man susan bratton she is a she's an institution in california this you know this this amazon plus six foot blonde beautiful now in her 60s but you know stopping traffic still sure and have a listen and a watch to that because it's incredible. And she talks about, you know, basically <laughs> how to train yourself for orgasm. She's been teaching it for decades. And now she's doing things on how to increase your libido. And she's got something, you know, different kinds of products that she's she's promoting. But her stuff on sexual CrossFit is not anywhere else. And it's a kick-ass interview. Have a listen. So lovely to talk to you and, and look at you, you're doing great with your, uh, your new business, you know, your business. I don't know how long you've been at it selling with the, with the nitric oxide and, and some of the products you had decades. Well, I I know you've been doing the show and promoting and being a pioneer for decades. Tell me about the product and how that, that evolved. Sure. Well, like you said, you and I have known each other since the nineties, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And for the last two decades, I've been a publisher of passionate lovemaking techniques, bedroom communication skills. I <clears throat> I like to teach people how to have hot sex. Right. I like to teach orgasm skills, pleasuring skills. I like to do what I call transform having sex into making love. If I had to say a hashtag for Susan Bratton, it would be hashtag passionate lovemaking. That's my jam. And I love all the kink and BDSM people out there, but I'm a bit more just mom and dad, vanilla, hot sex, (laughs) because I think that's, you know, a lot of where we need to start is the foundation of heart connection and pleasuring skills. And man, there's a difference between a lover who knows some technique and a lover who doesn't, but there's even more difference between someone you feel really comfortable talking to in the bedroom and someone you don't. Mm 
and how to open a person to the the sensual conversation, the the sensual talk, the pillow talk, the adoration, the worship, the the dirty talk, the encouragement. You know, I like all those things so much. And there's so little modeling in our world for any of that that I feel like I've got this giant space to really help people. So I did that for a couple of decades. And in 2019, my husband and I really wanted to create products, supplements that helped with sexual vitality, because more and more and more, we were hearing about libido issues. Right. And, you know, libido issues are body based, and they really are the other side of the same coin as your overall health. But with all the toxins and the endocrine disruptors and the poor food supply and all of these things, people were feeling like they were losing their libido. And so we started a libido and sexual vitality supplement business. And we started with the number one thing that people need that they're not even aware that they need, which is nitric oxide, which is basically getting the blood where it needs to go during lovemaking. It starts to not get there as well as you age. So we wanted to start with that. And then we wanted to include a daily multivitamin multimineral complex that had libido botanicals built right in. I call it my one a day with a little something more. So we launched the 20 in 2019, the 20 being the 80-20 rule that 20% 20 of what you're doing is the only thing that's really getting any effect. The other 80% you could take or leave. You just don't know what it is. And so we're like, we know what it is and we'll put it in the vitamins. Great. So, so the vitamins, the vitamins and the nitric oxide and pushing libido and having, you know, and having, so, so tell us, tell like, you know, cause you know, like you have been, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a clinical sex therapist and, and sort of background in reproductive medicine. So my job was always, you know, looking at the numbers around blood flow, around hormonal imbalance and how do you fix it and whatever. And there, you know, I have been sent so many supplements Mm -hmm. that don't work, like don't work, you know, it's, it's, and it's. I would yeah. say their birthday, yeah. the difference between birthday candles and dynamite, right? Hormones being dynamite and what you get at Walgreens being the, yeah. you know, the birthday candles. And yes, there are some things that right. work better than others. And nitric oxide well you know, is, is a science-based, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's what, as you said, what increases blood yeah. flow to your, your, you know, your squishy parts and making sure genital yeah. flow. Yeah. Um, but how are you, you know, and, and and again, the difference between maca or horny goat week or all of that stuff was you had to eat a bale of the damn stuff or it had to be a quality level. Yes. So tell me why your product is different. You know, I I certainly think your marketing is different and and I know you from a long time and I certainly, certainly think you're credible and you add a lot of education and videos with your product. Yeah. Tell me why your product is different. Well, with the nitric oxide, when I went to formulate it, So if you look at all the clinical data around nitric oxide production, about when you when you're in your late 40s, early 50s, you've got about half the nitric oxide production capability that you had in your 20s. So that boner you got in your 20s, whether that was a clit boner or a dick boner, (laughs) is not working as well as it used to. You know, we lose our erectile function. And All the studies say that citrulline is a better, we have multiple redundant pathways in the nitric oxide production system of our body because we can't live without it. So if one goes down, we need backups. Our salivary pump system is most of where we make our nitric oxide. And and we mostly get that from eating leafy green vegetables that we chew 
And there's bacteria in our tongue, in the crypts of our tongue that convert the nitrates to nitrites. And then when it hits our stomach, our stomach acid has to be a certain acidic level to convert the nitrates into nitric oxide. So people are taking, using antibacterial mouthwashes, they're taking acid blockers and proton pump inhibitors, and that's just destroyed. So first of all, the vegetables don't have the amount of nitrates that they used to. <laughs> then we are doing all these downstream things that kill it off, plus our body's less efficient at making nitric oxide. So I looked at all that, and all the studies say citrulline versus ar arginine, which are the two amino acid precursors to nitric oxide production that your body utilizes to actually produce this gaseous signaling molecule that squeezes the tubes of our vascular system to send the blood where we need it to go our brain when we're thinking, our heart when we're exercising, and our genitals when we're moving into our arousal ladder. And then I, so I was like, okay, citrulline. And then I looked at all the products on the market and I did an assessment and I thought, oh man, all this stuff is made in a lab in China. And the way they make it is they take fields of corn that they've sprayed with pesticides to get the highest yield. They throw it in a vat, they make a corn liquor and then they inoculate it with a bacteria that basically eats the sugars from the corn liquor mm. and poops out arginine. And then if they want to convert it to citrulline, they inoculate it again with a different bacteria that eats the arginine and poops out citrulline. It's literally a bacterial chemical function. And I met with a, 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 chem, a food chemist and I said, I had a lot of questions, but the one that really hit me was, does the pesticides go, do the pesticides go away in this, in this process, yeah. in this chemical production? And he's like, nope, they're all right there in the end product. And I was like, well, that's bullshit. Cause the last thing I want is chemicals in my body. Pesticides, more pesticides. I'm trying not to have any pesticides. I'm right. organic. I'm doing all this stuff. So I ended up finding a source for where you get citrulline is watermelon rinds they're super high watermelon is high but it's sugary yeah um so i got a source for organic watermelon rind which we basically we pulverize it we powderize it and that's what's the bulk of what's in the nitric oxide the, it's called flow f-l-o-w nitric oxide booster and um that's the bulk of what's in it and then i added some spinach powder for the nitrate to nitrite production because mm -hmm. you still can make some and it has um basically tannins from pine bark tannins help the whole process yes. of nitric oxide production mm -hmm. and so i wanted an, a, a nitric oxide booster made from organic fruit and vegetables. And that was my differentiation. There are some other organic products on the market as well, um, finally, but that was what I really came out with was, was to do it that way. And then with the libido botanicals, uh, the vitamin mineral complex, I really didn't want people to have one more thing to take, number one. So I was like, let's start with a really high quality methylated B daily multi multivitamin multimineral complex and put the botanicals in there so it's easy to get them in. But I took the three most effective libido botanicals and I there's this thing that's called herb cycling. When you use indigenous plant materials, you mm -hmm. know, aphrodisiacs from right. the ages like these are, 
it takes about 10 days for them to come into effect. But if you keep taking them for a long time, they lose their effect. Mm -hmm. Your body basically Mm -hmm. acclimates to them. Mm -hmm. So I created three different vitamin minerals, the same vitamins and minerals, the same, you know, whole complex, but one had tribulus terrestris, one had Tonkat Ali, and the third had fenugreek. And it's like a 90 day rotation. You take the first bottle, the first month, the second bottle, the second month, huh. third bottle, the third month. And I picked the ones that work on both the XX and XY chromosome oh. human beings. So whether you're in a, Male, what you would female. call a, mm-hmm. a, a penis owner or a vulva oh, owner is what we call them these days. Okay. So we can't call them men and women because that's, you know, right. passe yes. these days, right? Absolutely. We're all gender spectrum now. <laughs> okay. Because, so, you know, that, may, that makes was sense. Like, so, Oh, sorry. No, I, no, I just said that, that makes that, sense. Yeah. Yeah. And then the last thing that I wanted to do is I knew that both maca and cacao, there's five really good aphrodisiacs. Not that horny goat wheat isn't a good one, just doesn't have as much clinical data. And I wanted both the things that come from our indigenous wisdom, because we've always wanted to feel hornier. Everybody likes to feel horny. It's a great feeling. Um, and had clinical data. And maca and cacao were the other two. But like you said, it takes a bunch of it to feel effect. So we are coming out with a new product in the 20 called the desire bar because the sup- the supplements are the vitamins are called the desire vitamins. And this is the bar that goes with them. I'm a big eat a power bar, eat a protein bar. If I'm hungry, kind of girl, I like a bar. Mm-hmm. I like an all natural bar with quality ingredients in it. And what we decided to do was pack it full of maca and cacao. So we're coming out with a chocolate peanut butter protein bar that's all healthy organic ingredients where literally the chocolate is from a Swiss chocolate company that has stabilized the percentage of cacao polyphenols in the chocolate. So you know you're getting an effective dose. And that's what I really wanted. I wanted something that was almost like a a nutraceutical. I think about my products as nutraceuticals. Okay. So uh, hopefully that we're going to be going with our first run on the big bar production line in the next month or so. And I'm going to be unveiling the desire bar. I've been working on it for years. I feel like I'm never going to get there. It takes a long time to make <laughs> yeah. high quality products. You uh, know? Yep. And I know, feel sorry for me. I had to go to Switzerland to check out the chocolate company. Of course, <laughs> of course. Yes. I had to taste it all. Oh, that's perfect. So cool. Like, that's really cool. I'll send I, some to you as soon as I get them. Absolutely. If it works, like I'm all in. Like I, I yeah. you know, like you, you know, yeah. as my whole practice for, uh, you know, I've been at it for 28 years has been, you know, the, in the top three is, is low libido and how do we fix it? And there's, although there's no one size fits all is how do you do that? And if there are products that actually work and I'm, you know, I'm yes. at a stage now where I'm spending my time talking, you know, what products actually work. So I'm, I'm yeah. really interested in yours. I think, Good. I think nobody else has said take nitric oxide because it works. And I'm like, the science is there. Why are we oh, not yeah. taking it? But all that, you know, I'm the one, I remember having an interview with um, one of the guys who was in the strongest man in the world contest, knew more about herbal based testosterone than anybody I'd ever spoken to because he wasn't oh, yeah. juicing. He was one of these only guys uh-huh. that wasn't juicing. So yeah. he had to learn, but he's like, Sue, after three months doesn't work anymore. Your body gets used to it. So you have to That's be rotating. It. How do you do this? And I'm like, I can't keep up with all this product, Mike. Like, what do you do? And he's like, you have to rotate. You have to rotate. So trying different things that have the science, uh, you know, I think it'll be a really interesting idea to, you know, to give it a test and, 
And we're going to do some science experiments with some of the listeners in the show saying, okay, how does it, I need you guys, you know, here's your, here's your questionnaire. Let's give it a try. So you yeah, have your new product, great. you have your, your thing and you still, and you pair it all with education. Is that, is that a fair assessment in terms of what you do with that? Um, yeah. And I, I, Hey, I wanted to ask you a question. You said something that piqued my interest. You said the top three issues you deal with consistently. One was low libido. What are the other two? So I would say that across the board, sexual anxiety, whether it's, you know, sexual, sexual anxiety manifests either as, you know, difficulty with erections because you're so anxious because mm-hmm. fear and anxiety is a bucket of cold water mm-hmm. on erections. I would say that that mm-hmm. incorporates that. Um, the other one I would mm-hmm. say would be inorgasmia or challenges with orgasms. Whether yeah, it's whether which it's is premature, probably also retarded, anxiety. <laughs> yeah, with this retarded ejaculation or or just manifesting yeah. all of that. Um, you know, penis size is way up there, but I would say that if somebody asked me clinically, that would be the top three. Well, I want to say a couple things to to that for you then. Um, two things that very first come to my mind. I'm I'm currently writing three new books. Okay. I God, my brain's exploding, Sue. I've got, I've got, I joke that my epitaph is going to be, she had a lot to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun. Well, I'm writing three books. The first one is I launched a new award program called the Quiet Vibe Awards because I am a highly sensitive person. And I think that's what makes me a good sexpert is that I can, I really can feel my body and then I can put my feel the feels into words and write the map to the territory for other people to follow hey I used to not be able to have an orgasm now I have 20 kinds here are all the 20 which one do you want to try first and here's how you do it I love doing that so uh and 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 that's been really good so the quiet vibe awards that I created were because I don't I love sex toys but I hate noisy ones they take me out of my turn on and so I'm launching the quiet vibe guide it's at quietvibeguide.com and the quiet vibe awards at quietvibeawards.com uh for people who either they have kids in the house or they live with roommates or they're just sensitive people like me so that's my first thing the second thing I'm writing and this is this is pretty much done. I'm shipping it off this week. It's kind of all complete. We're just finishing a couple little tweaks on it. Uh, the next thing that I'm writing is orgasmic intercourse because what I've found is that so many, so many couples, the man comes to me for, in the male female pair bonded, you know, large part of our community of sexual right. people is married people. And um, the man comes to me and he says, you know, my wife's libido is low. She doesn't want to have sex with me. I've tried everything. What do I do? And I'm like, mm, it's probably not that much her libido. It's that sex hasn't been great. Does she orgasm from intercourse? Well, no, she's not the kind of woman who can orgasm from intercourse. And I'm like, this is what I've heard over and over and over. And I know for a fact, all orgasms are just learned skills if you right. know what to do. So I'm writing a book called Orgasmic Intercourse so that I can help people kind of go through the checklist of what might be missing for them to cross that gasm chasm, close that orgasm gap between how easy it is for him and how hard it is for her. So that's my second one. And then my third one is called Orgasmic Cross Training. Mm. 
And what I've really looked at is, and this goes to really that, that anorgasmia piece of things, or just even wanting to expand your orgasmic potential. Like I can come if I put a, a vibrator straight on my clitoris, but that's the only way I can get there or right. whatever it is. I can, I can, you know, hump my pillow and that's the only way I can get there. Right. You've got this path. So how do you cross train? How do you take what you're doing and expand it? Hmm. And it turns out that there are seven kinds of sex toys, seven categories that I recommend for activating the vulva. And I'll be doing the men's version after oh, I do the women's version. That sounds cool. Um, or the vulva owner and penis mm -hmm. owner's version. And I'm saying, okay, use this this way. Use this tool this way. Then try this tool and use it this way. Try this tool and use it this way. It begins to get all that erectile tissue that that we women have as much erectile tissue as our male body partners he's got a big banana half sticks out half goes in down toward his testicles take all that out turn it into a circle with a point at the top stick it in our vulva we've got that much and women are not aware about how much erectile tissue they have and so i want to stimulate it all and get it all all the blood flowing all the juices running to that yoni so that she starts to become not only multi-orgasmic, but massively multi-orgasmic. Then she begins to have expanded orgasm and, and extended orgasm. So she's really coming from all kinds of stimulation. And then her performance anxiety goes down because she knows I'm going to come. I don't even have to worry. I just let my body do its thing. It's good at coming. I taught it how. So that's the, it's interesting to hear your parallels with my same experience in those categories. Right. Well, I, I said, fantastic. I hope you have enough time to write all these books. I know that that I've written a couple and, and trying do. to get to that time in your day where you can actually write. I'm hopeful that uh, that you yeah. can do that in, a, in addition to, uh, you know, launching those great chocolate bars, which we're going to hear about. So if you had one piece of advice for people yeah. who were, you know, in terms of, and then I want to know uh, how people can find your product. You know, what would you say? What would you say is the one thing that sure. you need to, uh, you need to tell people? Engorgement. The thing that I've been really talking about this entire time, which is we women have as much erectile tissue in our vulva as our male body partners do, yet it, the nooks and crannies fill in slowly. We're not, we don't have that fast acting hemodynamics of our male body partner. So he's got more, he's got some sexual competitive advantages. He's got fast acting hemodynamics. He wakes up horny because he's got more testosterone than we do. He gets morning wood every morning. He masturbates pretty much okay. on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So he's thinking about his sexuality on a daily. For us female bodied, we're more like, okay, it takes us 20 minutes to get the blood going and flowing. It's this whole notion of responsive versus spon spontaneous desire that the male body has a little more access to spontaneous desire than the female body. So once you understand that it's just the way your body works and you give it the time that you're not trying to be on the schedule of your male partner, his timing is faster. He he needs to turn around and come back and meet us where we are. And we need to give ourselves the time to begin to climb our arousal ladder. We need to cross train our, our orgasmic potential. We need to learn how to ask. We need to learn how to feel what our body is wanting in the moment and tell our partner and have our partner feel happy that we're cluing them in so they can pleasure us. All of this goes to the the female arousal cycle timing to get engorged 
so that we can feel the pleasure we deserve to feel, so that we want to keep, so that we love making love. So we're putting dates on our calendar with our partner. Hey, I've got some time from two to five on Thursday. You want to make love, you know, and, and not just focused on intercourse, but really expanding the skill set of yoni massage and lingam massage of oral pleasuring for each other and getting the techniques that make it you make you confident and make it incredibly pleasurable especially intercourse techniques i write a lot of intercourse techniques because it's not just the old in and out. Nope. I repeat if necessary. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So you have this, uh, this company where people can get your products. Tell us about that. And how do they reach you? How do they buy well, it? There yeah. are a couple of places you can find me. Yeah. 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 Um, well, if you're interested in the nitric oxide supplement, it's very easy. Buyflownow.com mm-hmm. will take you right to the website. And that's easy. If you want to buy Flow Now, you just go there. Um, the company is called The 20. It's at the 20store.com. My main website is betterlover.com. All of my thousands of articles, I'm a big writer. All of my thousands of articles are at personallifemedia.com. It has a giant search box on it. Type in anything, you'll get tons of info that leads you down incredible, slippy, slidey, you know, experiences of information. Um, and I'm on Instagram at my name, Susan Bratton. And I also started an OnlyFans for being able to write about things in the social Mm. sphere that I couldn't cover on generalized social media, as well as posting sexy pictures of myself, which I really enjoy. It's a part of my sexual self-expression. So I I like being 61 Uh and having (laughs) hot pictures. (laughs) Good for you. I'm celebrating that. That's fantastic news. That's really, that is, it's great. I'm going to have a look. I'm going to sort of send it out to the audience and I will be doing a review of your products with the team and the volunteers. Super. I will certainly send you some follow-up about that and see, you know, here's, here's what works because I'm going to be really honest about, this is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the best products because there's so much out there. And you can't keep up. It's like reading books, right? If you read 24 seven, you know, you could not keep up with all of the written material. So if it doesn't catch you in the first, you know, chapter and a half, it's next. You have to feel something. You have to feel something. So let's, let's figure out what that works. So listen, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. I can't wait to try the chocolate bars and I will uh, keep you posted about your, your product and looking forward to, to seeing your new book. So all the best. Thank you so much. That's it. Another edition of Turned On, the podcast. First one ever from the BTRV for mental health. I want to give my tongue out. Why are we sticking our tongue out? I don't know. I was just in this mood to you know, do phallic okay, things with video, phallic, phallic podcast, things with it. With there's it. that. The audio podcast, of course. <laughs> They're like, what is he talking about? I know. I'm sticking my tongue out at the. See, this you is know. where we say goodbye. I was wondering if you know we were going to get a live smooch, and then all of a sudden I look over, Sue's got her tongue out. I'm like, what's about to happen here? A handshake. <laughs> no, no, no. A handshake. No, no. <laughs> all right, everybody. See you next week. Bye.